the Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. Now, here's your host, Jay Garvin's. This segment is brought to you by Empire Title, Bill McAfee, your best of the best Colorado Springs gold winner. Garvin's here, host of the Jay Garvin Show. I appreciate you taking an hour or even 30 minutes or let's say eight minutes. Pray, may it be three minutes that you spend with me during the home and mortgage hour right here on KRDO or your podcast, whether you are listening to iHeartRadio, whether you are on Spotify, whether you're on KRDO.com site or just on your iTunes, I want to invite you and be the first to say hi. I'm Jay, and I'm your friend. You can get a hold of me directly by going to my website, churchillcolorado.com. Not that hard. Just put in the Google page, Churchill, just like the leader, and Colorado, and you'll see Churchill Mortgage pop up. You will see my team click, the Colorado Springs team, click my face, And you can get a hold of me through message or get on my calendar. But the easiest way is just to call or text me at 330-1457. If you've got something to ask me or tell me, even if you're on the road, 330-1457. Start the dial, hang up, I'll get the missed call, and I'll text you back. No hurry, no urgency. I want to help you with your next purchase or refinance transaction. I'm a licensed real estate lender. There's a difference between a banker, broker, and lender. A lender full servicing, you might get your mortgage statements sent to you in the mail by me, the originator of the loan. See, with a broker, you will not get that. Now, you'll get that with a banker, but you're not going to get the advice and the high-quality customer service that you get. I only help you with mortgages, period. No deposit accounts, no selling cross-pollinated products of life insurance and car loans and all of that. You don't want all your financial eggs in one basket. You get a car loan, a line of equity, a home loan, all at one place, one-stop shopping, which is perfect until there's a security breach, until you need a second opinion. It's good to diversify. I want to be your diversification. Call me at 330-1457. As part of that value, I want to introduce to you the topic of today, the drum roll, Matt. Today's show is titled, Brace Yourself. See, this is an important, maybe a little bit sobering, definitely a lot of great information today, But the muse of this entire topic came when I read an article and tuned into an interview by Jamie Dimon, D-I-M-O-N, of J.P. Morgan Chase, where he said, quote-unquote, brace yourself for an economic hurricane caused by inflation, Fed rates, and the Ukraine war. Now, I'm going to get down into the trenches. I've dedicated this whole hour just on this conversation, so it's so important that you can gain some wisdom and you can plan accordingly. Now, I'm going to give you the bottom line up front. This show isn't anything more. Whether you can spend eight minutes with me or I hope the whole program is to give you some viable facts 
These are not assumptions. These are not news opinions. This definitely isn't fake news. These are just facts going on in the economy. And if you've listened to my podcast and radio show for any duration of time, I need to build a little bit of credibility. Please understand you know it. If you're a brand new listener, don't take my word. Go into my archives all the way back to January 28th of 2012, over 10 years ago, that I launched this show. And in the very first show, I said, please, buy real estate. It's very inexpensive. It's affordable. There's more of it than any of us can all buy during the Great Recession. And when you do this, in 10 years, you not only will be rich, but you'll probably change the destiny of anybody who holds your last name. That's a fact. You can go back to the archives and listen to it. And not only did that happen, but I followed my own advice. And my wife and I have over nine separate properties now, six of which are in Colorado. And it's beyond value of our wildest dreams. Our first houses we were buying at 170000 Those exact same houses now are four dollars and $500,000. I saw the demographics. I knew coming out of the economy that there was the largest generation in the history of the world and America, the millennials coming of age, and that was a pretty straightforward prediction. That's what this show is today, but let's not stop there. I told you more than two years ago, after I missed the price explosion, I never caught the fact that people would offer over asking price, $5,000, $50,000 for a home, but I did tell you with the amount of activity that we have coming in and going out of the pandemic, that we would come into a point where there'd be labor disputes, that incomes would start to skyrocket, that we would start to have a labor shortage. And that has happened as well, my friends. I've also predicted that rents were going to go up so high that people would start getting multiple offers for a desirable rental place with stronger terms offered to the owners from the renters, hey, I'll give you $200 extra a month if you sign a 24-month lease, and that's happening as well. So let me tell you, some of the things I've also said six months ago, now just in January I started the conversation about a recession is coming, and recessions are not bad things. We need a reset on our economy. What comes with the recession in this one is inflation. What comes with this administration is stagflation where we're going to have a slowing of the economy and the increased price of everything at the same time. The more knowledge you have about this, the more knowledge I have about this, you can plan. And the bottom line up front, which I'll cover again, is you've got to get rid of your unsecured debt now. If you have more than $10,000 of unsecured debt in the category of credit cards or line of equities or installment loans, you have to get rid of that now because we've got another Fed fund rate the last Fed fund rate was the largest half a point increase, biggest one in over a decade, almost 20 years. We're going to have another one like that coming. You just can't see around the corner, and I want to help you see it. You have to get some of your reserves. You've got to limit some of your expenditures and get at least $1,000 to six months of your budget reserves. And I'm going to tell you what's going to happen and how you can prepare right after this. One of the most inspiring thing is that you can call me. Whether you want to do a mortgage or not, I'd love to help you with your next refinance mortgage or purchase mortgage to help you get out of debt, but I will talk to you just to help you get a plan, whether it involves any financing at all. 
60% of you can just change dynamics within your own budget and your own finances to get this done. Call me at 330-1457 during the break, 330-1457. For the rest of you, I'll be back right after these important messages. Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage Jedi, Jay Garvin's. This segment is brought to you by Arrow Moving and Storage. The world is Sticking with me, I am Jay. I'm the host of the Jay Garvin Show, and today I'm talking about the economy, about the pending activities that are coming around the corner, as mentioned and displayed by a J.P. Morgan Chase executive from the largest bank in the country. For this individual, Jamie, to come out and say these things so boldly, so early, is a very, very big risk, so I appreciate that. He talks about inflation, which we all know of. I can't believe. But I'm going to tell you that for the first time ever in my life, because we got up to $4 a gallon gas when Obama was in office, but we are going to exceed $5 a gallon on regular unleaded is my prediction. And we're going to have that before Labor Day. They're saying this executive at JP is no different, saying that we might get up to $150 to $175 a barrel of petroleum. Now, you have to plan for things like that because when your gas budget is $200 a month, and now it goes up to $550, you've got to find that extra $300, and I want to help you do it. But sadly enough, that's not going to be the only increase. The Fed fund rates, big difference, folks, between a 30-year fixed mortgage, a 15-year fixed mortgage, and prime interest rate. Prime interest rate is directly tied to your credit cards, if they announce that the rates are going to go up a half a percent this next Thursday, your credit cards go up a half a percent at midnight. The next bill, they're going to adjust with a higher payment. That's why I'm telling you, and, and I'm preaching to the choir because there's so many of you out there that budget intelligently, whether I'm talking to Jane, whether I'm talking to Tiffany, whether I'm talking to Wade, whether I'm talking to... Steve, any of you, you're all budgeters, but we all have neighbors, relatives, parents, adult children, cousins, coworkers that you can see the financial stress in their face. You just have to share their information with me. Say, hey, Bob, I'd like to have a friend of mine, Jay Garvin's, call you. He does budgeting stuff for free in relation to Dave Ramsey. There's a financial piece. There's seven baby steps. Just getting emergency reserve of a thousand debt snowball all of your unsecured debt away. Get three to six months of a budget reserve. Pay for your school or get rid of your school loans as fast as possible. Save ten to fifteen percent every month on your retirement so you have a future. Pay your house off early so you can 
build wealth, and give away graciously, those are the conversations that I'll have with no strings attached. Because the Fed is going to increase interest rates again this year. They have to. And I'm going to get into that in the show. You know, we've all heard of quantitative easing and stimulus money to the tune of billions and billions and billions of dollars. Well, you, what you do not see on the news is the term quantitative tightening. And, folks, I'm telling you, they were selling billions of dollars of bonds every month during the pandemic out the back door by the government to buy them to put more debt on the books. Now they've got to sell them. And I'm going to go into the details later about how there's not the capacity for the normal buyers of these bonds. And the only way you're going to make these bonds more attractive is to increase the yield. And when you increase the yield on treasuries and bonds to entice buyers to take on some of our American debt, you have to increase the interest rates on borrowing. That's the bonds and the treasuries that apply directly to your credit card, your installment loan, your line of equity, your next car, automobile loan, student loan. All of those have to go up. It's a fact. And then if that's not enough, folks, we've got this crazy little conflict happening across the world called the Ukraine War. And the crazy thing about Ukraine that I didn't even know is it's one of the most rich regions of the world for the commodities, for the ingredients of fertilizers, which then pops up the price of your corn and your subsidies like your wheat and your grains. And then you've got energy of natural gas, of oil, all of these things where they come together that the conditions seem to be like a cloud mass gathering above our heads. And this is exactly what this executive Jamie Dimon said from J.P. Morgan. And he said that there's a hurricane brewing, my friends, and no one knows whether this is going to be a small storm or a big storm. But if the largest bank in the country is coming out and broadcasting this doom and gloom, and if you're hearing it from me the first time, shame on our media, because the executive of the biggest bank said, we will prepare our balance sheet, we will prepare our profit and loss statement. And he wasn't talking to you, the radio listener. He wasn't talking to Jay, the host. He's, he's getting selfish. He's talking to his investors in J.P. Morgan Chase and says, as our investors, as our bank users, I recommend you do the same. And if you don't, we're going to suggest you go elsewhere. He's going to be very, very conservative with their investment sheet. Said he's going to keep a lot of cash on hand. Starting to sound familiar? You'd think he was Dave Ramsey during this quote. Cash is king. See, here is a reality and one thing that I researched and found, that the Fed's cheap money era is coming to an end, folks. And I said before about quantitative tightening, the fact is, is during the Great Recession and then again during the pandemic, like addicts do, go back to the drug of stimulus-free money, and I will tell you, the rhinos, Republican in name only, and the Democrats, this is their mantra, just print more money. Quite honestly, I wish Ukraine the best, but why on God's green earth are we giving $40 billion to Ukraine when we've got inflation out of control in our country, gas prices out of control, and now we're further protecting Ukraine's border than our border? It's just insane. And I'm talking just from a business sense. But 
with stocks being hammered and inflation at a 40-year high and an exacerbated supply line because of COVID, because of our poor administrative leadership and the war in conflict, what can we do? And the biggest thing you have to do, the biggest thing that this J.P. Morgan executive said to his investors, and he said that he was going to follow himself, is do everything that you can to shrink the debt on your balance sheet. And I say sheet. Now, as a piece of paper, not as a foul statement, it's very, very simple. It's not easy. If you don't have the money to spend, you have to stop spending it. And enough of you, you have to stop spending it. Many of you won't stop spending it until you go default on your credit card and they leave you a nasty email or a nasty phone message. I would implore most of you to cut it off, cut the snake off at the head now. I've sat with elderly couples that have said, hey, look, we've only got $100,000 left to our name, and then we've got nothing. And I'm working through a solution for them how they can take real, secure equity out of their house without increasing their payments because it might not be an option after payments go late or these programs start to shut down. I've got mortgage programs right now that are very good, like the home equity conversion mortgage and the 30-year fixed mortgage or the standalone second mortgage. What is that? The standalone second mortgage is that you can take some money out without interrupting the payment on your first mortgage and consolidate some of your debt, not because you want to create more debt from old debt, because you have to have a solution of making your monthly payment go from $800 down to $400 or you will not survive when gas gets up to $5 a gallon, when milk gets up to $4 a gallon, when eggs get up to $4 a dozen. Because that's where we're going, not because I want to create doom and gloom and fear. It's I'm the one host out there that's going to tell you the truth and I'm not selling you something. So during the next segment... I'm going to go into the details of what quantitative tightening means as opposed to quantitative easing. I'm going to talk about exactly what you can do step-by-step step to prepare yourself to see around the corner, to bend light. First and foremost, this is not a War of the Worlds broadcast where I throw fear into you. I want to send you a lifeline right there into the water. 330-1457, 15 minutes. I don't do this all the time. 15-minute simple conversation to put you at ease at what you can do in your specific situation. Sean Hannity, Dave Ramsey, they can't offer you these things. 719-330-1457. Call me during the break to get a strategy in place. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back now. Here's Jay Garvin's. Hey, where's the meat? 
Well, thanks for sticking with me. I am Jay. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. And today, I'm talking about brace yourself. Now, this isn't the most fun subject, but sometimes on this show, we do subjects that are needed and not wanted, and that is preparing yourself for the potential of an upcoming recession. I kind of equate this to Christianity. See, because if you subscribe to the theme of Christianity, hopefully, I pray, not talking about religion, I'm talking about spirituality, a relationship with Jesus Christ promotes turn the other cheek, have grace, even with people that think totally different from you, approach the individual as if you are the only Jesus that they'll ever see. Be kind, be patient, read the word, leave the place better than you found it, the world or your house, treat your children like you would treat your boss, and all of those other principles. See, because if Christianity is false, which I do not believe, you have nothing to lose, but what happens if it's right? What happens if your eternal life and a preacher, Francis Chan, showed me a visualization of this holding a 10-foot rope on stage and saying, if you believe in Christianity and eternal life, there's a little tiny knot on the end of this 10-foot rope, and that's your life on earth. The rest of the entire length of that rope is eternity. Are you going to live for your life eternity and your life internally, or are you going to live for today? And if Christianity is correct, you have a lot to lose. But if Christianity is wrong, you've still lived a good life. And I want to take that same analogy with the impending recession to come. I believe there is a recession. I pray that it will not come. But I will plan for the storm. And if the storm does not come, I'm better off. And it was a motivational force to me better my life financially, spiritually, and practically. See, because it's never a wrong thing to create a budget and stick to it. It's very easy. You already have a budget. It's either in the red or the black. It's the money that you're spending. But it takes a lot of courage, and it's not easy to stop and face your fears. And I found that when I have the most difficult things to do in a particular day, the more I avoid them, the more that the stress builds within me. And even if it's painful, if I lose some sleep, or I have to redirect some of my priorities, if I face the fear of addressing the thing that I don't want to address, the amazing thing sits on the other side of it, and that's peace of mind. And that's all I want to convey to you today is just peace of mind. That's all I wish for you. I don't wish for anybody to not be able to pay their bills. I don't wish for anybody to be cash poor. And even if it means the extreme of you moving out of a community that costs so much to live and move to another community to get a job where the cost of living index is far below the national average rather than above the national average, then it's a subject we need to have. And the bottom line with this show is I want to help you get rid of your unsecured debt. At Churchill, we call it debt-free home ownership. And I'm going to share with you an example from my personal experience. Last year, the Holy Spirit, the Lord, put on my heart and said, Jay, I want you to consolidate all the rest of your debt. The last five remaining investment property mortgages that I have now, 
not in seven years as I planned or five years as I planned or even 36 months as I planned, but in the next 12 months. And this was an insurmountable goal in my mind. But I stuck to it. I listened to the voice. Everybody was telling me, Jay, you've got 3% fixed mortgages on 15-year terms. Fixed low interest rate debt is so much better, have so much more buying power to keep things in cash. Why would you do it? And I couldn't find the answer. I kept going back to my advisors, my accountant, my spiritual leader, my spouse, my friends, my pastor, and asking them. And, and everybody who was founded say, if you hear the voice, go forward with it. And I want to hear your opinions. I want to be that voice for you. Because then I finally justified it in my small, simple brain to say, well, at least I'll pay off my investment properties. I don't know how, I do, how I'll do it, but I'll commit to it because I then can have residual income that comes in from the rents and instead of paying a mortgage, it's cash in our hands and we can set aside money to help pay for my son's college because he worked his tail off and got accepted to one of the top colleges in the country, Wash U, Washington University in St. Louis for a pre-med degree. I even tried to talk him out of that with the amount of money, just go to UCCS and I went to the Lord in prayer and I'll tell you about the answer to that later. But just focused on my debt, I said, you know what, I'll do it because I see a small glimmer of light and I'm the debt-free home ownership guy. And it wasn't easy for me. It was simple. Divert all my attention to eliminating debt when we were very blessed last year and the previous year financially, not knowing what this year would bring. And I did that. But the largest thing that I found out is it wasn't getting the residual income. That was the biggest benefit. It wasn't even having the money to pay for my son's school. See, what I did is I diverted some assets out of the stock market in November and December and very early January, where, of course, my advisors and everybody told me not to. And what I found is if I would have left that money in the stock market, there was a huge correction. We all know of it over the last five months, that I would have lost 40 cents on the dollar. And out of the five mortgages that I paid off, hundreds of thousands of dollars, I paid off more than two of them more than $200,000 in debt simply from the timing of the market. And that's what Warren Buffett says is the simple rule in investments to follow. Sell high and buy low. Or if you want to turn it around, buy low and sell high. Now looking back, I sold high on the top of an all-time high in the markets and that portion of my assets to pay off homes and loans. And it looks to be a wise decision now. But it wasn't my internal choice to make that decision. I had a voice, the Holy Spirit. I felt compelled. I followed that. And then like many times in life we experience, hindsight gives 2020 vision. And I want to give that hindsight, that 2020 vision to you. Can you handle if your credit card payments go from $600 a month to $1,000 a month tomorrow? Can you handle that? If you wait for interest rates to go down, but you have no choice in six months and they're a half a point higher, can you pay that additional $600 a month in unsecured debt going out the door? Because here's some of the realities. I don't follow the Ukraine war. I really don't. Just everybody that I hear in articles I read in getting more information for you is that the Ukraine war is going to cause more pain to our economy in the next six months and not less. We just spent 
$40 billion from our legislators to help them. I don't think throwing more good money after bad money is going to be done if they think it's over in two weeks. And during the Great Recession of 2008, the Federal Reserve needed to go to the central banks, the commercial banks, foreign exchange trading firms, and have all this quantitative easing and buy all these bonds and debt that no one else would buy. And we leveled off in the Great Recession. But this executive from J.P. Morgan said, look, it, a lot of that debt is still being held by the central banks, the commercial banks, and the foreign exchanges. And now that we've got quantitative tightening and the Fed Reserve has made the, the mandate decision because they've got no other choice to start to sell $95 billion of additional debt every month, they've got no choice. And whether it's inflationary, whether we've got stagflation or not, whether it's going to make things worse, they have to pay the piper. And now they've got less people to buy this, so they only can do one thing, increase the rates that these bonds offer people in returns. And by doing that, they're going to put all of your debt into a high payment category. Now, there's other things that this executive went into about LCRs and non-operating deposits called liquidity coverage ratios and all of this stuff about how they're saying that, look it, we have all these measures to prevent people running on the bank for cash. And I'm telling you right now that you have to look at your debt now. You heard it here before the panic comes in October, November, and December. I encourage you to call me at 719-330-1457 just to have a conversation of what to do. Not for your unsecured long term, short-term debt, but maybe your adult child's, maybe your parents, maybe your cousin, your brother, your coworker, because it's really important. Chase, J.P. Morgan, and, and don't get this confused with Morgan Stanley. There, there's no connection. They're different companies. I'm not telling you to be frightful if you have Morgan Stanley investments and so forth, but J.P. Morgan Chase says, look it, we're going to decrease our portfolio on FHA loans, people that put a small amount down on their houses. These loans are smaller than ever now in Colorado Springs because these folks are already forced out of the market, and that's not a bad thing because if you've got no money, it's the worst time to buy. So here's a mortgage guy saying if you don't have a good budget, if you don't have your debt gone, don't buy. You're better off renting because you may need to move to another community if affordability becomes an issue. But don't go anywhere. Stick around for the power segment because I'm going to give you point by point of what you can do to prepare. Stay tuned. You've been listening to The Jay Garvin Show back after these important messages. I wish you would step back from that ledge, my friend. You could cut ties with all the lives that you've been living in. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage best friend, Jay Garvin. We want to pop you up. Life is very short. Sing and fighting, my friends. 
Thanks for sticking with me. I am Jay, your host, the power segment. The last nine minutes, I'm going to ask that you stick with me. I have been talking about bracing yourself this entire hour. I've asked several radio listeners that are working on debt to listen to this show because it lays it out about how with the Ukraine war, the largest conflict in Europe since World War II, inflation, which is a big word, but gas prices increasing, groceries increasing, utilities increasing, those are actual terms that hit your budget. If you're not going to make 10% or more next year in a raise, and you've got debt, you've got to get rid of that debt now, because the only thing worse than not consolidating it now is to miss a payment, mess up your credit score, or lose your job and have nothing in place. Because once you lose your income, which we call your capacity to earn, or your credit, which is your rating, then you never can get access to your collateral, which is the equity in your house. And I'm talking to homeowners now. Because with inflation, with conflicts, with quantitative tightening, Fed's increasing interest rates, it's inevitable if you don't have a 500 to a $1,000 grace dollar amount in your budget right now, you're going to have more months than money in the next 90 to 120 days. And this is what I suggest that you do. I want to spend a full seven or eight minutes on this. Well, Jay, it's not that easy. How do I get rid of my debt? First thing you need to do when you've been shot in the arm is put on a tourniquet and stop the bleeding. You've got to stop the bleeding. If you've got a toy or you've got a sport or you've got an activity or you've even got a trip that you can't afford that you're going to put on a credit card, you've got to cancel it. You've got to put on the tourniquet and make the tough decisions or you're going to pay the piper with more consequences around the corner. There's no other way to say it. It's very simple. Churchill Mortgage is very closely aligned with Ramsey Solutions, and we teach the exact same thing every single family we talk to, every single conversation. Get $1,000 emergency reserve if you don't have it right away. Check that block if you've got it. Then you do the debt snowball and get rid of all of your unsecured debt. That means no monthly credit card payments that you don't pay off in cash, no student loans, installment loans, auto loans, business loans, parakeet loans. You've got to get rid of them all. Someone I know who I respect says, get gazelle-like intensity to do this. Once you do this, it's not enough to stop. I've seen people do this 100 times and they go right back to their old habits. You've got to get three to six months of emergency reserves. I'm in a very, very volatile industry of mortgage where my salary can be doubled or cut in half in any 12-month period. So right now, I've got seven months of emergency reserve, and I'm not going to stop my gazelle-like intensity until I have an entire 10 or 12 months of the spigot being turned off, no income to survive, because I'm planning for the worst and hoping for the best. And then after that, you want to make sure this is where I'm struggling, education. You can put 10 to 15% aside for retirement, but I'm focused on education because I have a senior in high school that just graduated, and I've got $70,000 a year of additional investment, and I don't believe in school loans. So I've got to plan for that activity, and my wife and I have been planning for years, and I encourage you to do the same. If you don't have the money to pay cash for your child's education, they have to go to a community college, period. 
And I don't know, maybe my son will go two years to a premier college and have to back off after that. I can't see two years into the future. I've got the first couple years planned, and I have access to get the rest, but nothing is set in stone. And then, of course, if you own a house, you want to pay that mortgage off because money saved is money earned. I told you the story the last segment where my wife and I buckled down and paid off all five of our last remaining investment properties, one in Tennessee, four here in Colorado Springs, and we are very, very blessed because right now is not the time to cash out your investments or your 401Ks or your IRAs to do it because the market is off. If you follow Warren Buffett's strategy, one of the largest, most prolific investors in the history of the United States, he says, buy low and sell high. Your time to sell high in the stock market was December. It's not today. So call me at 330-1457 and I can get you an alternative. But now I speak a couple minutes specifically on all of you in your golden years, in your 70s and your 80s. If you don't have a couple hundred thousand dollars of immediate access funds, please call me at 330-1457. I've got different strategies for you. They're too lengthy to go in. But if you are house rich and cash poor, that means you've got a half a million dollar house that you've got no mortgage, but you're only making $1,400 a month in Social Security and groceries and gas, and the cost of living has gone up a lot around you in Colorado Springs. I just did a show last week that was the best of the best. Colorado Springs is an amazing place to live. The only bad thing about that is it's an amazing place to live. And now as more people move here and it becomes more attractive, the cost of living has gone up from 95% of the national average all the way to 104% of the national average. That means there's other places in the United States that are far more affordable to live. Now, Denver is not one of them. Denver has jumped all the way to 113% of the national cost of living, and it's going to go up to 120%. That's why a lot of people from Denver are moving here that have a lot more money than you, and they're driving up the price of eating out and everything else. Not the big gas items or the eggs or the baby formula stuff, but just the supply and demand cost of things. So for you, having a plan. Yeah, that may include a refinance. Is that going to be your and my first strategic move? No. Just like with elderly folks, when I talk to them about the home equity conversion mortgage, the FHA HECA mortgage, the first course of action is not to go into that product. The first course of action is to sell your house, keep the cash, and move in with your adult child. It's just many of you are not able or not willing to make that tough decision. Well, you can refinance your house, but now you've got more payments. There are different options, and there aren't that many qualified individuals to have the conversation with. And I'm telling you, tag, you're it. I'm one of those individuals that can have that conversation with you. And I don't tell you to solely have that conversation with me. Have it with your accountant. Have it with your smartest financial adult child. Do not have it with your kid that can't even balance their own budget. Don't ask their advice. Don't get your coworkers' advice that just got a brand new ATV or a fishing boat and can't pay for it. You need to look where the fruit is. So, as I state at the end of every show, go grow and prosper. Tell someone close to you that you love them because that's all that matters in the end. And if you need help, when you need help, just call me, Jay Garvins, 719-330-1457. I'm here to help. Have a great week. I'm a phone call. I'm a text. I'm a web visit at churchillcolorado.com away from you. Have a great week. I will talk with you soon. Now, hot.
program on KRDO News Radio. KRDO News Radio does not confirm nor deny the validity or accuracy of the information contained in this program, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio. I don't know where I'm going to go in the volcano. Just one more I don't know.